स्मार्ट कास्ट लिसनिंग टू अंदुस्तान टाइम्स प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट वेलकम टू दिस एपिसोड ऑफ किक्स फॉर फ्री इन विच वी डिस्कस ऑल थिंग्स फुटबॉल आई एम भार्गव शर्मा एंड विथ मी इज दिमान सरकार captain he has been and in the way he marshaled the backline a leader even before wearing the armband at kerala blasters and atk mohan bagan it's a fickle and a funny game this something he has learned uh, well enough having missed all of last season due to an injury but if the journey so far is any indication sandesh chingan should have a distinguished career for both club and country and at 27 it may not be a stretch to say that his best years are ahead of him in this episode of kicks for free we spoke to the india and atk mohan bagan center back who also got the arjuna award this year he seems to have settled in all right at mohan bagan hasn't he demand yeah five games into the isl into isl 7 i will have to say that the start has been good bargain mm. uh, especially if you're coming back from an injury layoff that kept you out of football for over 13 months mm. <coughs> sandesh's joining atk mohan bagan had got supporters of this old new club uh, all excited and it showed in the heightened activity on social media when news broke that he would be in maroon and green this time mm. in the time of a raging pandemic uh, and with all the physical restrictions in place that is all you would get because normally in kolkata when a big signing happens you know people flock to the club there's there's almost like a presentation all informal of course people flock to the airport to see him coming but obviously none of that happened because sandesh did not even come to uh, mm. kolkata after he joined he joined the team straight in goa for pre season yeah but you know at the at the back of it all uh, there was always this question tempering all the excitement there was this question uh, that you know would he be the same player that he was for india and kerala blasters after the acl injury he suffered in october 2019 mm. by the time sandesh spoke to us ahead of wednesday's game against fc goa he had put those doubts to rest i think yeah uh, so let's hear from the man himself sandesh thank you for being part of this uh, show thank you for taking time out to do this uh, we'll start right away you know the 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 young man who came to kolkata in the hope of wanting to play football and then was rejected by all clubs is now one of the captains at atk mohan bagan one of the first names that the india team coach puts in so does this kind of feel like a dream uh firstly thanks for inviting me i'm really feel happy to be part of this conversation mm-hmm. and uh, about the question uh well if i could sum it up in one phrase i would say everything happens for good yeah I'm, of course it's, it's a big uh, moment for me you know, especially with the armband and the last game of the wirambhan such a 
club with such history like Mohan Bagan, mm-hmm. uh, and just to be part of the team, it's it's, it's massive in itself. And then to wear the armband, of course, makes you happy and uh, gives you a lot of motivation to to keep going forward. And about the rejection and all, I think, like I said, you know, everything happens for good. And uh, that period, uh, that one and a half, two years of my uh, growing up uh, days, I think those. Mm-hmm. Pretty happy that all happened to me, to be honest. The injuries and uh, I won't call it rejection. I think I would call it a rather a learning curve. And what's good, it happened to me at a young age, and it uh, made me who I am today. I'm still learning, still humble, and will always be as well. So mm. all that was a learning curve, and everything happens for good. So pretty happy how how life has turned out for me and is going, and I just. Hope to keep improving every day as as a human being first, and then of course uh, as a footballer, so I can keep uh, getting better, you know, and keep helping in whatever profession I am, and in any other way, in any way. Right. And Sandesh, uh, I mean, playing in your first Kolkata derby and winning it on your first attempt, uh, how did it feel? Good because you got the uh, three points. And a clean sheet, of course, to be part of. Uh, for me, I love being part of uh, big games. Um, not that I'm a glory seeker, but for more that I like, where games are very intense, where expectations are very high. I like to be in uh, stressed positions. I like to be where there's high pressure. So I, I love games like this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the history behind this game, mm-hmm. just to be part of it and getting three points is massive. Um, but if I say how I felt it before the game. It was just another game. I know it sounds boring and sounds uh, not really very relate to that uh, occasion. But like they always say, play the game, not the occasion. While you're in it, mm-hmm. so for me, it was just another game, second game of the season. Important was getting three points. Important was to keep a clean sheet. So we managed to do that. And when the game is over, this uh, then yes, you can have a smile and you know uh, feel good about it. Uh, so. It, Well, massive man! I'm really happy that we could give uh, such joy uh, to the fans of Mohun Bagan, and uh, I think that's the best part of being a footballer or being in any profession where you can bring smile to thousands of people, millions of people. Even if you could make one person smile a day, or <laughs> in any other way, but just I think it's just massive, you know, to spread happiness. And as a footballer, uh, we have this. Uh, Uh, we're fortunate enough that we can bring a lot of joy to a large number of people uh, week in week out. So just to make them happy, it, it makes you feel good. So, yeah, yeah well, I was not, very happy. It, it sounds really good now, and it sounds really well the way you put it. But you know, at a point in time early in your life when you came to Kolkata, which you subsequently said is a learning experience, etc. Mm-hmm. Did you at any point in time think of an alternate career when? When people in Kolkata did not think you were good enough, uh, so actually I was very good in books. I was very good in school. Right. So uh, when I was ten, twelve, I had no idea that I want to be a footballer. I never thought mm-hmm. about it. I wanted to, you know, because I was always like this ninety percent, ninety-five percent kind of a student. Right. So very good in school, and my brothers also very good in school. My mother, mm-hmm. my father, like we all love books. Mm-hmm. So for me back then, football was never uh, a profession for me back then. So mm-hmm. and when I switched to football, when I got really deep into it, then I decided 
So this thing happened when I passed my 10th standard. So mm. then this thing happened when I was around 17. Right. Uh, this injury and all that. Mm. But that time I had made my mind up that I want to be a footballer. So I had left schools. There was actually no way going back. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but they say I believe when your desire to be something is so strong then all the other obstacles really don't affect you and for me at that period i really never had any doubts that uh, i want to go back to school or which i'm not saying it's a good thing i, I always recommend kids uh, mm. whenever i go to schools and all to give uh, give a talks and all i always say like mm. uh, leave school and all because i believe that decision i took was pretty risky could have gone the wrong way because from chandigarh i don't know how many footballers are there at this level so it was a risky thing to do pulled off for me so at that time like i said my desire to become a footballer to represent my nation was so strong that all these obstacles really uh, didn't feel big matter. to me and i and i'm a very firm believer which i stress a lot on that everything happens for good it's hard to uh, stick to it at certain times and i also doubted uh, mm. because when you face rejection from uh, from certain clubs uh you respect to them i think uh, right. they didn't see in me and maybe i wasn't ready so whatever it was it was meant to happen and happen mm-hmm. and uh, of course the injury issues i had back then mm-hmm. but my desire was was too strong I, i was i just hated going to sleep because i felt i'm wasting time because i'm not working because i used to feel like 6 7 hours i mean bed doing nothing i wanted to wake up for mm-hmm. 5 am go and do something because my desire was so strong mm-hmm. so never had this doubt in my mind thanks to my parents my brothers who didn't object as well and they believed in what i'm trying to pursue and do with my life so that was a big big uh, uh, support from them mm-hmm. and one of the thing which made me do this was uh, my elder brother telling me said that uh, i love the way you are still uh, you know trying to achieve your dream so keep mm-hmm. going towards it and if you fail i'm there to hold you the family is always there so and wow. you have the support from your family so i remember when i had this uh, call with him and he said if you fail don't worry we are here we are your brothers and we are your parents we are there to hold that fall but i was actually rock bottom so <laughs> so that gave me confidence and um, yes i never doubts mm-hmm. right I was convinced what i want to do with my life right and uh, i mean you have come a long way as a professional footballer uh, but i mean a uh, few years back when the isl was starting you were still a young player then and uh, i mean you spent still a young player now you were still absolutely you were still young yes uh, but i mean the last few years you spent at kerala blasters you had a memorable time there and the club retired the number 21 shirt as a tribute to you Uh, mm-hmm. you know how do you describe your time there uh, playing in kochi for blasters it's really good uh, sometimes it's hard to find words for certain things which are so dear to your heart mm-hmm. uh, i remember the moment i got to hear this from my manager anuj uh, we because i was traveling i was with under 23 mm-hmm. and we just landed in india and then i got this message that uh, kela blasters had dropped you in mm-hmm. so the first thing i was like okay cool and i was pretty i was just happy that i got dropped in <laughs> you know just to get a club and those six years were massive my first experience to play in the stadium and uh coachy i think it was incredible to see so many fans like a footballer we always say 
uh, believe that uh, it's everyone's dream to play in those 70,000, 80,000 jam-packed stadiums. And you know, for an artist, I don't know if you believe that it was an art or not, but if you believe it, for an artist, the bigger the audience, you know, he enjoys it more. I'm not saying if there is no audience, you shouldn't do your job. Yeah, there's an audience, you should do it. But when there's 67,000 people there week in, week out, it was massive. And the love uh, and the people of Kela, uh, they gave me and my family as well. It was very dear to me. They were very nice to me and they helped me uh, grow. Like you said, I was very young when I was assigned to them. So they helped me grow as a human being and as a footballer. So I'll always thank them. I'll always uh, remember them with a smile on my face. Even 56 years down the line, it's always been one of my favorite places. My mother loves Kerala, to be honest. And she always says, uh, I've been there, even when the season used to finish, my holiday destination used to be Kerala only because my mother loves Kerala. It's all green and beautiful and she loves all the food. Okay. So yeah, those six years, like Kela was literally my home because when the season used to finish, I would spend some time back home in Chandigarh and then I'll go back to Kela because right. my mother loves it. So it was really my home for those six years. Mm. So yeah, I have really fond memories. And like mm. I said, I'll always remember my time there, the people there, the smile on my face. Mm. And uh, you know, it's at Kerala Blasters that uh, the name... Sandesh Chingan became famous uh, in Indian football. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, a few years before that, uh, you had spent a couple of seasons uh, in uh, United Sikkim. Uh, and you also mm -hmm. got your first taste of uh, I-League football there. Uh, how did your time there help you uh, in your journey as a professional footballer? My time in Sikkim? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just happy to get a job, man, back there. Because I remember I had to give trials into three coaches because I already come from Calcutta. It didn't work out for me. Mm. And then again, I was training on, training on my own. So the first time I went there uh, in the Durant Cup, I went, I took a bus and I went alone. Mm. So in Durant Cup in Delhi, it was happening. And uh, so Nancy Kim was there. And uh, so I gave a two-day trial. So they said no. <laughs> so I was pretty oh. cool about it because... Because <laughs> uh, they were playing games and they really couldn't see me properly and I was very lean and mm -hmm. my style back then of playing was pretty rash. Mm -hmm. So maybe the gaffa didn't like it so much. So when I was when they said no, we can go back and I was, I was pretty chill about it because I was used to hitting no. <laughs> so it was not something mm -hmm. new for me. So when I came back, I don't know then what happened to Bai Ching Bai. Mm -hmm. I think uh, he just uh, rang again and he said, all right, uh, we want to see you more in uh, Sikkim. So you come. Second, I think that was a turning point because I already. So when they said no, I took a bus and I went back home and I was mm. started training again on my own. Mm. And then he just randomly out of nowhere he said, "We want to see you again." And that thing was a turning point. Mm. Uh, I went there and again I had to get trials under three coaches because first I gave him the Stanley, and then he got sacked and he <laughs> told me that he was going to sign me. And then this uh, coach Jose, he's, uh, he's in heaven right now. So he agreed to sign me, then he was sacked. <laughs> then finally the writer gave and I gave another trial. So my trials went on for almost one and a half, two months. Right. So I was just praying every day, I hope I get the job, man. And then finally by I always always pray at him. You know? I think all all those years of being a fan of Indian football helped me. But finally by Chimba agreed and and then I got my contract and it was second division initially and we won the right. second division. Mm. Uh, but those inputs which Bai Jingbai used to give me were pretty massive, you know. 
small basic things like don't let the ball bounce because I was not from an academy product. I'm more of a street right. footballer, so mm-hmm. I didn't learn so much in from an organized thing. So his inputs like the long ball is coming, don't let the ball drop. Basic things like this, don't go to the ground too early. They always used to keep telling me and kept giving me confidence. And luckily, I had Renny by there also, and mm-hmm. he also. But they were playing at the highest level, you know, and. Mm-hmm. To learn from them was massive for me, and I love to learn. I love to improve, and I'll be like this when I'm in the 80s, also hopefully if I go to them. So it was very easy for me to absorb this knowledge, especially coming from such big uh, personalities. So yeah, and then Ily came up, had a decent season, got into the national team. So it was just uh, I was just enjoying it to be honest. You know, I was just I was very focused to keep him because I knew I had a lot of drawbacks in my game. Not being from an academy setup kind of a thing, because I had to learn very fast a lot of things, and um, happy that my desire was good. I didn't any other. Firstly, I never feel less motivation whenever I wake up. Even till now, I have this crazy amount of motivation. I don't know how, but so it was good for me. I was learning very fast. I was very motivated, and turned out good, man. Got mm. the national team setup, and that was pretty massive. You know, for Sai League, and then. Uh, I was very thankful to him home and called me up. I was not expecting it to be honest, but it just came up and I was I was just flying. I'm so happy. So yeah, man. The Sikkim also has been very nice. The people as well. I love the food of Sikkim also to be honest. Mm-hmm. And uh, just good things, man. I was uh, lucky. I think yeah, mm-hmm. everything went well. So you know, from there uh, to the present, you you already you already said that you know uh, everything happens for the good, and that's something that you believe in. It does sound mm-hmm. a lot like somebody who reads a lot of Paulo Coelho, and we'll come to that a little later. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, in the time that you were away now, you know, from October mm-hmm. 2019 to now, uh, what did Sandeep Singhan tell himself? You know, it it can't be easy for a footballer at the top of his game to suddenly be laid off for over a year. And I know that you you've already spoken about you were laid off once, but then you were young. So what did you tell yourself? Mm-hmm. How difficult is it to come back again? How difficult is the journey? I think it's it's a misconception about injuries. It's a misconception about rehabs. I would be more uh, upset if I had a neuro problem or if I had a car crash, if I lost some organ or something, right. or if I have to uh, pray for my next meal if I get it from somewhere or not, or if I'm homeless. So I think. And I don't believe in people. Mm. There are more hard things in life, you know. This ACL and this is it's nothing compared to the real hardships of life. If you want to see hardships, you know, right now, if you just take your car or your bike and just roam in the streets for ten minutes, then you will see uh, what is a hard life, how hard it is, you know. When as a parent, you know, you ride a rickshaw all day and you're still not sure if you could feed your family in the night. And that's mm-hmm. the real hardship. What I had was, if you look at uh, in, in a better way, in another view, I had a job when this happened. Mm-hmm. By God's grace, I had enough money in my account. By God's mm-hmm. grace, my, I had a roof over my head. By God's grace, I had food on my table. I'm not trying to sound religious and all, but I'm just saying the way we look at things. Fortunate, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how fortunate I am. So I never, I didn't shed a single tear. I didn't even let anyone sympathize with me as well. I don't want that because I don't deserve that sympathy. I remember when I was uh, 
doing my rehab. I, I went to meet my uh, physiotherapist, Jisa. And then one man came to me and he said, can you meet my kid? He's, he's a big fan of you. Mm-hmm. And I was, of course, man, I, I, love, I love meeting kids. I love interacting with them. So he was in the hospital. So I knew he must be having some issue. Mm-hmm. So he was right. totally a uh, normal kid. And I think he was 12, 11 years old. He was totally normal 10 years, till 10 years. Then he had some new, uh, neuro problem and he can't mm-hmm. stand on his own. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I saw that. So it's, you see the real hardships of life right. are those. Mm-hmm. So for right. me, when this ACL happened, I had honestly not even a single... Of course, you feel bad that you can't give back to the club and to the national team because the moment I got injured was very critical in right. my profession because we had the ISL was about to start. The World Cup qualifiers were there and we genuinely feel we could go to the next round because uh, mm-hmm. the squad is so talented and under the leadership of Igor also, I think we have a very decent chance. So I felt I'm going to miss out on it because I think I can give at least one person if I'm on the ground, extra one person to help the team better. So that was a little bit I felt bad about. And of course, you feel bad for your parents because... As a parent, to see your son uh, getting this, I think it's you feel bad for your parents as well. But for me, it was it was just normal, just another rehab. And I'm, for me, I really didn't have any uh, doubts or uh, dark moments. Or I think uh, I'm too fortunate to. And if I do feel bad and I have to sympathize with myself and all that thing, then I think I'm being unfair to the people who actually have real problems in their lives. Mm, so right. it was not hard for me and yeah it took long but mm. everything happened so good so I'm right right and uh, i mean you signed for uh, atk mohan bagan this summer and you said you were uh, impressed by the project and uh, and right now you are working with uh, antonio lopez habas uh, who has won the title in the past uh, i mean how has it been working with him so far uh, and did you speak to other players at ATK before uh, signing for the club? Well, the signing with ATK, it happened very, very quickly. It was just, it happened really fast. So, hmm. I was speaking to other clubs as well. Uh, luckily, I had some interest from other clubs as well. So, mm-hmm. I had to take a decision very fast. But then, like I have said before, the, the talk which I had with the Gafa, uh, when I did not sign, I think that convinced me. And only one guy I did call before signing was Arindam Bhai. And that was only for how we stay in Calcutta and all that, just for the staying wow. accommodation, how it is, that's it. But the, the chat I had with the Gafa, I think that really convinced me. Hmm. And because he has seen me, for me, I always look for places where the Gafa or the management, they have seen me. And hmm. luckily, Hapas has seen me from the season one. So he has hmm. seen how I am, what's my game style and what there is, uh, where he can improve. Hmm. And... Uh, since has joined, and of course the staff which he has with him, I must must take names you now like Alvaro and Manu, especially. Right. Excuse me, uh, Alvaro. Mm-hmm. The moment when I just signed, I was still back home, and he was so uh, willing to help me uh, to make sure my knee is in good health. So he was sending me exercises, taking daily updates, uh, how I'm feeling, and also it makes you feel good. These small things do make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, the moment I joined has been an absolute pleasure. And uh, I'm learning a lot, to be honest, uh, getting better. And uh, mm. the, the unity, and the, of, course, of course, they have kept the same squad. So you can expect the unity to be good. And uh, when I came here, I just love it, man. Everyone's so friendly. And they welcome me so nicely as well. Because my first time I moved after six years, I was like, right. okay, new club, new environment. Because in Kerala, I used to welcome other players. So 
Mm. For me, going into a new club, so it was, uh, I'm not saying I was nervous or something. I think <laughs> that would be funny, but uh, I was just, let's see how it is. Because six years, I didn't move from Kerala. So when I came there, I think everyone was so warm, so uh, welcoming to me. I really enjoyed my, my welcoming mm. thing and uh, just loving it here, to be honest, the, the passion of the boys. I just love when people are very uh, determined to do big things and comes from the owners as well, Mr. Goenka and our management, Vinay Praji, and everyone. Everyone is so uh, determined to do big things and, you know, become successful. So it just feels good when you're in such an environment. Then it makes you, you know, it adds extra fuel to your uh, engine to work harder. You want to be successful. And it's been really good learning a lot from Abbas, Gaffa, and... Uh, yeah, it's going good and I'm enjoying myself, to be honest. Right. You know, Sandesh, uh, Habas has a way of playing which is pretty evident from the way he played last year. And crucial to that is playing with three central defenders. Now, how how much of a change did you have to make to your game being part of four central defenders most of the time uh, because that's how most Indian clubs tend to play? So, is there a lot of adjustment that needs to be made? Uh, and how, how did you have to adapt? I played three at the back as well when I was in Bangalore, when I was in Sikkim. Mm, I was okay. in Kerala also second season. And I think <clears throat> one of the most underrated talent of a player is adaptability. That's the right word in English. Just okay. adapting. Mm. For me, I think this talent should be regarded very highly. And I've played in many different systems in my career. And I have this, uh, uh, this desire and uh, uh, eagerness to learn about different systems when I watch randomly. So I have this habit of watching random football, you know, any league I just go on and watch because I enjoy it. So I, I like this thing. And that's why I said it's a very underrated talent. So when you watch so much football, you study so many formations, it becomes easier for you. So uh, for me, it was not really a big shift. I mm. still got to defend that set, you know, so you got to keep a clean sheet. <laughs> and, uh, but great to Gaffa as well, you know, it's not just... There's a difference as well if you just impose someone we're going to play like this or you make them learn we're going to play like this. So uh, Habas is more of a person who tells you the system and then you right. and then he helps you play. There's a difference just imposing one system and making okay. you play that system. So okay. this, uh, he has a quality and yeah, for me, it's been pretty easy. I think for everyone, it's been easy. But we train about that every day so it becomes easy for you and for footballers. Uh, like I said, yeah, mm. if you can't adapt, of course you're not going to play in every under every mm. court. So adaptability is one of the most the biggest underrated talents in my in my opinion. Right. 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 And uh, Sandesh, uh, I mean, a couple of seasons back, you played with uh, Aaron Huge when you were at Blasters. Uh, that season when you guys reached the final uh, and did really well. Yeah. Uh, and this time you are playing with TD, uh, another really highly rated uh, defender. Uh, how different are these guys uh, as uh, as a defensive partner? It's hard to uh, differentiate or compare because... Hmm. When I was with Alan, I was still 22, 23. Mm. So I had a different approach. I was still very young. So when you're that age, you mm. have a different approach. And uh, luckily or whatever, I was given... So I became captain of Kayla at a very young age. Mm. And uh, so you have... You mature as a person in a different way. Uh, mm. So I can't compare uh, my mentality when I was 22 to what I'm now, 27. 
So it's, of course, it's different, and I play differently as well. You know, each year you try to improve yourself. Mm-hmm. So with Aaron, it was more of uh, for me. I have said many times the best uh, person mm-hmm. I've ever met in my life, apart from my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a pure gentleman, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, that I think sums up playing with him. And I learned a lot from him. He's a top, top guy, and I'm still always. Uh, contact with him even now i spoke to him two days oh, ago wow about the game so mm-hmm. and in the rehab also he helped me a lot uh, as in just telling small small different details like this do this so we've been in contact it's not a friendship it's not just that we played that season then it was over we've been in touch for almost four years and every now and then we're chatting about life and then of course football as well so we've been in touch mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. so that much and Terry is more of a so Terry I can relate because we're almost the same age He's just what twenty nine, right. I think. So we're almost the same age. Mm. So I can relate to him more closely. Mm. You know, I think you got the point, right? Right. We're the same mm. age, and you know, so it's mm. a difference in that. But mm. it's a joy to play with him as well. I think one of the finest uh, centre backs who have played in India, mm. and uh, this shows the mm. uh, the vision of the club as well. They want to invest in the best, because they want to be the best. So it makes you happy mm. uh, being part of. The his family. So, and yeah, I'm enjoying myself with him, man. Top lad. Mm. Very professional. Very strong, like a mountain. Mm. So, yeah, I'm enjoying myself. And a good guy to talk to off the field. Mm. You know, like I said, we can relate more because you're almost of the same age. Mm. Uh, yeah, good man. But I feel for him is without his kid right now. Ah. I see him on the video call all the time. So, like I said, if you have kids, it's more hard for you. But <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's a yeah. joy to play with him, to be honest. Right. And uh, Sandesh, I mean, just wanted to uh, gather your thoughts on international football. I mean, India haven't played a game for, I mean, a year now uh, and because of the pandemic. And uh, before that, uh, you know, we had this incredible result in Qatar held, holding the Asian champions uh, to a draw at their own home in the World Cup qualifiers. Uh, but do you think the drawn games against Bangladesh and Afghanistan were kind of uh, lost opportunities for India? Well, of course you want to win those games, you know. Mm. But it is what it is. You know. I think mm. the, the players who were part of, like, mm. they'll be knowing more better than me because I was just um, mm. sitting in a hospital and judging. <laughs> I can't judge, mm. you know, from that point of view. Mm. Uh, it's hard, man. Of course, you wanted to win, but that's football, you know. Sometimes you win, lose, mm. draw. It's not in your control. One thing I'm sure the boys, because I've been part of national team for mm-hmm. recent time, so I'm pretty sure the boys uh, worked really hard, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there'll be no regrets among the boys in terms of the preparation, both physically and mentally, mm-hmm. also from the coaching staff. So I think that's more important. You know, mm-hmm. if you want, like in my opinion, uh, winning is of course the most important thing, but most important thing for me, which I believe is uh, the preparation and giving your best in the game. You know, if you can come out of a game, even if you lose it, if you come out of the game and you can look into the mirror or to your teammates' eyes or whatever, mm-hmm. and if you're confident that you gave everything you could, I think that sums it up. Man. Then, of mm-hmm. course, you have to improve more. But if you're given everything in your preparation, physically, mentally, and in the game as well, mm-hmm. I think that's the, that's the best way. Because winning, yeah, you want to win, but sometimes it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. 
But mm. I'm sure the boys gave their best. Uh, I have no doubts in that. Mm. And in the longer run, I think mm. this attitude and this mentality does help you get the results. Mm. And uh, I'm pretty sure this this batch I've said many times is, is a special batch. The the quality mm. of talent uh, it's, it's immense, and also the mental strength of this batch is is mm. is unbelievable. So I'm I'm pretty sure that people will remember this batch, all the plays for many, mm. many years because like what we did in the Asian Cup, I think we were very close to uh, make history, you know, if you were going to the next group. Mm. So you were very close and we were still very young in Asian Cup. Everyone was 24, 25, 25, mm. like this. Mm. So now you see, you can expect the squad to keep getting better and uh, the good days lie ahead of us. Sandesh, you know, footballers and people writing short stories usually don't make very good central defensive players. Uh, I mm-hmm. I can only think of Jimmy Greaves who wrote a, and a good number of uh, short stories, etc. How is your writing coming along? And you know, you you said earlier in the year that you know you you could come out with your book this year. How is that coming along? I really haven't picked a pen certain time oh. now. It's not not in the mood right now. Um, I, mm-hmm. I just happens when uh, I think I just want to focus more. Uh, this writing thing is um, you have to understand it does take something away from you emotionally as well and does make you go in different zones where you don't want to go when you pick up the pen because you're not the same guy who are you right now when you pick up the pen Right. you see things differently and I started feeling it does take a toll on me emotionally as well mm-hmm. so okay. yeah that, that's why I just hmm. yeah I don't have any it's not like I have a job to Write yeah. a column okay. every day for a newspaper or something. Right. <laughs> Not like us, okay. <laughs> yes, that's a more tough thing. Yeah, but for me, um, come on. I've, I love writing. I do pick up now and then, but for decent certain time now, for long period, I haven't picked it up because I don't want to right now. Because, right. uh, like I said, writing does does uh, affect you emotionally, and I don't want that right. for now. Mm-hmm. I think my mm-hmm. focus is more here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. If that makes sense. Yeah. So then, Sandesh, thank you. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, it's been a pleasure, really. And uh, have a good practice. Have a you good too. season. Have a good game. Yeah. You guys have a good yeah. day ahead. Uh, Best of luck safe. for the rest of the season. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you guys. Thank Take you, care of your families as well. Thank you. You, you too. Thank you for saying that. Cheers. Thank Bye. you. Take care. Bye. Bye. See you next time then. This was an episode of Kicks for Free. Do like and follow us on at HT Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and write to us at podcast at the rate hindustantimes.com. You can also follow us on our Twitter handles at Dhiman HT and at Bhargav Sarma. You can listen to more podcasts by logging into htsmartcast.com. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.